Annette Martin, world-famous psychic detective, medical intuitive, ghost detective, and author, brings you... Annette Martin's Psychic World. You may have seen her on television, heard her on hundreds of radio shows, or even read her books. Here she is, live on... Annette Martin's Psychic World. Welcome, I'm Annette Martin, and Annette Martin's Psychic World is produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Well, you know, being a medical intuitive at age seven, seeing and talking to ghosts as a child, having a singing career at 10, and then developing into a professional psychic detective has been quite an adventure for me. And sharing these gifts with you gives me great pleasure. And for the next hour, my guests and I will create a place to enlighten, entertain, and empower you. We can talk about everything except police cases. I only work with the police directly pertaining to missing persons. So if you do have a police case, please contact me by email at Annette at closureforyou.com. That's Annette at closure, C-L-O-S-U-R-E, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Well, our phone lines are open at 646-652-2071, where you can ask our guest a question or ask for my psychic impressions about your life. Remember to only give us your first name and only one question per caller. We can talk about your relationships, life direction, your health, ghosts, and even paranormal experiences. Life can be mysterious and challenging at times, so perhaps with the help of our guest and myself, we can shed a little white light on your life. Our guest today is Dr. Margaret Cochran, a well-known psychotherapist in Santa Clara, California. This is our monthly show on psychology, and that is P-S-I-cology. Receive an answer to your problems by two counselors, a psychic and a psychotherapist. And today, Dr. Cochran and I are going to focus on your dreams. Dr. Cochran has been an educator, author, and professional therapist for more than 28 years. And Dr. Cochran has been featured in the media on both radio and television. She is also the hostess of the hit internet talk show, Wisdom, Love, and Magic, which is currently number one on iTunes in the mental health category. With her many celebrity guests, she has discussed topics ranging from psychic phenomena to physics and everything in between. And now it gives me great pleasure to welcome my very special guest, Dr. Cochran. Thanks, Annette. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and you know, it is such a treat to have you today. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Well, for our first-time listeners, Dr. Cochran, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what we do with psychology? Okay. Well, um, I came up with the idea 
for psychology because uh, as a as a therapist, um, there are certain things that I can do with patients, but sometimes they have questions that that we're not really going to discover in in the psychotherapeutic process. Mm-hmm. And so I I like to refer to gifted intuitives like yourself. And one day I just had this brainstorm that wouldn't it be nice if we were both present at the same time and we could do the work simultaneously. So there were things that you could um, discern, jump to, intuitively perceive, and then I would be able to work with the person directly to help them figure out what to do with that information. It's always a little stunning, the things you say. (laughs) And then, you know, where to go from there. And speaking of stunning things... um, I don't know if you recall, but you and I had a conversation not very long ago. And I don't even remember we were discussing with some random something or other. And all of a sudden you said to me, oh, you're made to write for women's magazines. And I thought, what is she talking about? I don't know any people in women's magazines. I don't know any writers. I don't know any editors. I don't know anything about women's magazines. She, she's gone off the deep end. I don't know what she's doing. I, I just, so I just kind of put it in the back of my head, you know. And all of a sudden, I get an email from uh, a writer who's doing a piece for Women's Day magazine. And there it was. <laughs> and there it was. Out of the blue. No plan, no cue, no nothing. Just there. So I have learned when you tell me something, I put it in a special little file, and then I just wait to see what happens. Right, and you know, that's the only way to do it, because Dr. Cochran, I do this to my husband all the time, (laughs) (laughs) and he has a great memory, and so he remembers, honey, do you remember when you were walking down the hall, and you told me such and such, and I'll go, yes, (laughs) I think so, (laughs) and he'll say, well, it just happened, (laughs) and generally, those things, when I'm predicting those type of uh, things, uh, they come within a couple of months mm-hmm. and sometimes even sooner so I, I find that really interesting especially if you get goosebumps oh yes that's your trademark thing if, yes. if you get goosebumps then what is it 98 percent 98 to 99 percent yes correct uh-huh. Uh-huh. so do you have anything you want to tell me today <laughs> well why don't we wait till the end of the show all and right. then I will tell you what I am picking up all right okay. large amounts of money charming people any of that kind of stuff would be good so just throwing that out there Okay, I will. Well, today, though, we are going to be talking about dreams. Ah, yes. Correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. And how to remember them and what they mean. And hopefully we can get to everything today. Well, I wanted to tell you about uh, Dr. Ellenberger, who Mm -hmm. is a professor of psychiatry at the University of Montreal, Canada. Well, the doctor said, quote, dreams can definitely be used to predict physical problems. If people would pay more attention to dreams and learn to interpret them, they might be able to head off illness. Well, I have to tell you that my experience has been that our dreams have more to do with our waking reality than most of us give them credit for. And dreams have much to tell us about our unconscious behavior patterns, the way we view the world, how we relate to others, and most definitely our health. 
Now, maybe you've had a recurring dream or one that was significant. Please call us and talk to us about your dream or chat with us in the chat room. And our phone lines, again, are open, and they are 646-652-2071 or go into our chat room at hearwomentalk.com and send us a message. Dr. Cochran, I wanted to talk to you about my book. I have a book titled Discovering Your Psychic World. Yes, it's a great book. Thank you. And I have a whole chapter in there on dreams. And one of the first things we need to do is begin to remember them and then record them. And what I do is I have many of my clients and students have said that they don't dream or they can't remember their dreams. Well, I do have to tell you that if you really, really want to remember your dreams, you can train yourself to do this. Yes, you absolutely can. And and one of the things I want to talk about is why dreams are important. Because a lot of people sort of dismiss them and think, oh, well, you know, what's the big deal about dreams? But in fact... Dreams happen during something called REM sleep. That's rapid eye movement sleep. And there's a lot of activity in something called your limbic system and also your amygdala. Now, the limbic system is a part of the brain that does emotion, which is usually why your dreams are very passionate, intense, you know, kind of things. Joyous, scary, you know, whatever. But but it's usually is, is relatively intense. And also, it activates your amygdala. And your amygdala are two little almond-shaped things, kind of um, center and toward the back of your head. And they're the things that stimulate you when there's danger. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, dinosaur run, that kind of thing. Oh, yes. Right, right. <laughs> so, again, you'll get very intense activity sometimes. You're running from monsters or scary stuff is happening or, you know, whatever. And what we find is that it seems that while we're dreaming, the brain is basically going through something called synaptic refreshment. Uh-huh. So the synapses are the little gaps between neurons. Now, who came up with this plan? I don't know. But neurons cannot talk directly to themselves in the brain. So they have this little gap between them called the synapse. And and your um, electrochemicals in your brain cross that synapse and allow the neurons to talk to one another. So at night, when you're dreaming, you actually begin to self-fire your neurons. Uh-huh. And now it goes much slower than it does when you are awake. But basically, it's kind of like a, a uh, cleaning and consolidation cycle. Um, getting rid of old junk, mm-hmm. um, solidifying new memories, and um, uh, also refreshing old ones. You know, So it seems to be not only something that's informative, but restorative as well, and very useful to the body. It was actually discovered in 1952, a good year. This guy... Um, Eugene Asernsky, he discovered REM sleep when he was working on his on his PhD for his he was working on a dissertation. Yes. And his dissertation uh, supervisor's lab, he noticed people's eyes were fluttering mm-hmm. when, when he was studying them, and that's when we figured out about REM sleep. So it's really we don't know the technical parts of it. There's still a lot we don't know, but that's relatively new information as far as that goes. So um, the idea that. Uh, Dreaming is not important or isn't necessary. It really isn't true. And even though you may not remember some of your dreams, they're still very valuable to you. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, absolutely. And important for taking care of your brain. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there's another doctor uh, that was a leading Russian professor of neuropathology at the famed Pavlov Institute of Psychology Ooh, yeah. in St. Petersburg. Oh, yes. Yeah. and Makes me salivate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> little inside joke there. Well, his name was uh, Dr. Kasatkin, and he studied over 24,000 dreams in 40 years. Mm -hmm. And what he says is that it is easy to distinguish between normal dreams and those that indicate a serious health problem. He says dreams can amazingly warn you about illness months before any physical symptoms show up, and some dreams can actually save your life. That's really true. And you know, since you mentioned that, do you know that there is a dream bank? No, I didn't know that. It is a, it's, uh, understandably, it's in Santa Cruz <laughs> at the University California. of California, uh-huh. University of California, Santa Cruz. And it's this huge compilation of hundreds of thousands of dreams that people, and they're doing meta-analysis on these dreams. That is fascinating. It is I very, didn't know that. It's very fascinating. And what, what they're finding is that across the world, people pretty much dream about the same things. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that interesting? And that's what Carl Jung used to talk about, the collective unconscious, that we Correct. all were basically interconnected and the same, and that we all had the same issues to deal with. They just would come out in different ways, and the Dream Bank is, is confirming that for us and saying, yeah, people are do dream about the same stuff. Well, what kind of stuff are they dreaming about? Well, sex is a big one. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, things like flying, falling, Having your teeth fall out, that's oh, a big one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> and, and the ever-popular showing up naked in a very public place. Oh, yes. Yes. I've oh. had several clients oh. tell me about yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. It's not a good one. No. No. On a bus or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or thinking that you have... Um, this is especially a popular one for uh, students. I've missed the exam, or uh, I, I can't remember any of the answers, or I've, I can't remember my locker combination and my important stuff is in there. You know, those kinds those of things. Those kinds of things, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Anxiety shows up a lot. And again, mm-hmm. because there's so much activity in the limbic system and also in the amygdala, you would expect that. That's very intense kind of emotion. Of course, because those are the things that you're worried about and you're concerned about. Yep. And so we don't think about it in the conscious mind. It goes over into the unconscious, subconscious mind. One of those little places like where I store your predictions. (laughs) Put them right back in there. But it it is very interesting because depending on what happens, it can trigger certain things. Depending on what happens in your waking life, can trigger certain things you need to dream about. Right, right. Well, Dr. Cochran, we're going to come back right after a short break and talk some more about our dreams. So if you are on the line, hold on, and we'll get right back to you. This is Paul Trulev on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. 
Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one-on-one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30-day free trial. That's Octo. M-I-Z-E dot com. Ladies, have you tried internet dating? Do you feel safe? Do you worry about internet privacy? Well, you should. And this Thursday on Vicki Child's show, P.I. Answers, we have someone very special in the studio, Cynthia Harrington, a private eye who specializes in cyber investigations. Before you accept your next internet date, talk to Cynthia. She'll tell you how to check out that guy on Match.com and how to stay safe. She'll be here live telling you P.I. secrets and answering your questions. That's Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Here Women Talk. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Donna. Join us Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern right here on Here Women Talk. Dot com. <laughs> Friday's the day. <laughs> Here, hey, massage. I'm doing this. Friday's the day. Herewomentalk.com is the place for fun and fantasy entertainment. And it's dirty. And information. It's sexy. Right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. It's sassy. We'll be here. <laughs> you should be too. You're going to love it. Hi, I'm Annette Martin, hostess of Annette Martin's Psychic World. Now, you may have seen me on television or heard me on the radio as a psychic detective, medical intuitive, and ghost detective. To have a private reading with me, all you have to do is go to Annette-Martin.com. Look for the button in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage that says, Make an Appointment. annette Dash Martin.com. Hi, this is Michelle with Labellamy Vineyard. You're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio and the Zeus Radio Network. to Annette Martin's Psychic World, we've been talking to our guest, Dr. Margaret Cochran, about dreams. And before we went to break, Dr. Cochran, you were telling us about some of the dreams where people are naked. (laughs) Yes. And we have a question in the chat room from Kay. And she says, what does that mean, showing up naked? Oh, good question, Kay. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, It can mean different things to different people. For some people, when they show up naked, it's about uh, feelings of liberation and uh, freedom and and not being shackled by the things that they think of as as shoulds or musts or oughts in their lives. For other people, on the other hand, it's uh, extremely embarrassing and a horrible feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm naked. But there's a third category that some people experience, which is, oh, I'm naked. Why does no one notice that? <laughs> Why doesn't anyone see me? Yes, I'm, I'm here and I'm completely stark naked. I'm as vulnerable as a human being can be. And everyone's just walking around, la, la, la. You know, they don't seem to notice me. Why is that? So that's that kind of brings us to 
Um, you were talking earlier about paying attention to dreams and understanding what they mean. Correct. A little bit about something called lucid dreaming, mm-hmm. which is which is important. You can learn, and you were talking about teaching people to remember their dreams. You can learn actually to ask questions and have them answered in your dreams. You can also um, do a, a process whereby you prepare before you go to sleep and put a notion in your head and say, I, I'd like the answer to this question, or I want to understand what this symbol in my dream means because I'm not getting it or whatever. And you'll get some information about it. It's, it's really interesting. Oh, I think It's called incubation. Uh-huh. Dream incubation. All right. Okay, well, we have another question, Dr. Cochran, okay. in the chat room uh, from MJ. And uh, MJ wants to know, can someone recall a dream with hypnosis? That's a very interesting question. Um, anything that you can remember with your conscious mind, unquestionably, you can recall with hypnosis. But the tricky part about hypnosis is if for some reason uh, you're not ready to know something or you're not ready to do something, it, it won't happen. You, you, mm-hmm. you can't make something come to you. Or, and you can't make someone under hypnosis do something that they wouldn't normally do in waking life. Like if if I hypnotized Annette and I told her that her husband was an evil, horrible man and he was going to destroy her life and I gave her a rubber knife and I said, you need to kill that man. Um, she might go over and, and push him. You know, I don't want you evil, horrible man to hurt me. But she would not stab him with a knife, rubber or otherwise, because at some level she realizes that she's close to him. So right. even though I gave her that suggestion, she still would not carry out that act because she would not do it in waking life. That is very true. Um, You know, you cannot hypnotize anyone unless they want to be hypnotized. Mm -hmm. And you cannot force them to do something that they do not feel morally that they should be doing. Well, one of the other interesting kinds of dreams are called dreams of absent-minded transgression. Ooh. Um, And what those are is if you're going through a process like maybe you're um, withdrawing from nicotine, Uh, you're working on your nicotine addiction or perhaps you're in the process of losing weight, changing the way you eat food, you'll have a dream about smoking a cigarette or you'll have a dream about eating a forbidden food like a cookie or something and you'll wake up and it's so real and you'll look for crumbs, you'll look for ashes, you'll think, oh no, did I do that, did I do that? And then you realize, oh no, no, it was just a dream. Uh-huh. But, but it's something that's so much in the forefront of your concern. So you're so focused on it that you can see, again, as we talked about earlier, that whole limbic system amygdala thing, very emotional, so intense it almost seems three-dimensional and real. Absolutely. Oh, I've been there myself. I know what that feels like. It's a spooky feeling, isn't it? It is. It's very scary. It's very weird. You wake up and you go, oh, my gosh, you know, and you think it's reality, and actually it's been a dream. Well, we have another question here also in the chat room. Do you think people have out-of-body experiences when they're dreaming? Sometimes people report that. Um, Actually, out-of-body experiences, you know, Annette, are, are things that can be induced in the waking state. Absolutely. And and it's it's a little bit of a hypnagogic kind of thing where, you know, you put yourself in a state of relaxation and you allow yourself, you know, to, to leave your body. So, yes, that does happen, but... Um, in the in the dream world, all kinds of strange sorts of things happen, um, and people will report 
that they feel like they're flying or they're looking down on something or whatever. But what we don't know is whether that's actually happening or it's just part of their their kind of convoluted interpretive process that you have when you're dreaming. Because your prefrontal cortex, the executive part of your brain that, that does judgment and things like mm-hmm. that, it's, it's kind of offline. Mm-hmm. So water can run uphill... Dogs can chat. Bears can be on cooking shows. You know, all kinds of very, very. Oh, I like that. Bears on cooking shows. <laughs> yeah, because bears love to eat. They do. <laughs> they do. It would actually make a fabulous show. Come to think of it. But you know, it's interesting. This is such a an important thing because you actually spend six years of your life dreaming. Six years. Six years. You you have. You have REM cycles, uh, the rapid eye movement cycles, where you dream about every 60 to 90 minutes as you're sleeping. Oh, my gosh. And and your dreams start out uh, to be about 10 to 12 minutes long. And by the time you're ready to wake up, maybe 20 minutes long. And usually the dreams you remember most are the ones you have right before you wake up as you're kind of coming back into waking consciousness. Mm -hmm. And they are usually the most bizarre of all that you've had. Because the closer you are to waking consciousness, the more rational your dreams are. But as you move further and further away from that, things get pretty strange. Very strange. Back to our cooking bears. Yeah, right. My husband has those. And the only way that he (laughs) can wake up in the morning Uh is uh, by having these very bizarre dreams. Really? And they are so crazy that he finally says, okay, okay, I'm getting up. I'm waking up. I'm going to get out of bed. (laughs) And this happens to him every single morning. Are they creative kind of dreams or spooky? No, it's more spooky, scary, ridiculous you know, oh, and he'll tell me about them in the morning, <laughs> and he'll go, "Good grief, that's <laughs> and I and I knew that it was crazy. I knew that it was insane. But mm-hmm. what it was doing was trying to wake me up mm-hmm. because he's a very deep sleeper. sleeper. Uh huh. And so he would have these, and he has these bizarre dreams mm-hmm. every single night to wake him up. Sort of, morning. sort of a kick in the backside to get out of bed, Exactly. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Well, dreams are interesting from the standpoint that, as you know, they're um, often part of the creative process. Charles Dickens used dreams a lot. Really? In his stories. You mm-hmm. know, he wrote The Christmas Carol. Right. And uh, Nicholas Nickleby. And a lot of his plots and characters would, mm-hmm. would come from dreams. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Oh, what was that guy's name? Oh, I know. Robert Louis Stevenson wrote Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's correct. That came from a dream. Yeah. And um, the chemist, uh, K. Cool, mm-hmm. he came up with the uh, molecular structure of benzene from a dream. His dream was about a serpent eating its own tail, and that's how he came up with the molecular structure of benzene. Oh, my goodness. That's fascinating. Clearly, he knew how to interpret his own dreams. Obviously, he knew how to interpret his own dreams because who would have thought of that? Yeah, I know. But but a lot of very brilliant people have talked about that dream process. Um, Einstein, you know, he was was a catnapper kind of person. And he would often wake up from a dream wondering what to do next. Mm -hmm. He got stuck in a formula. Oh, you know, I know what to do. Edison was another one. Right. Um, he dreamed a lot of ideas and, and new concepts. Um, and certainly I have experiences, I'm sure you do too, where I go to bed with a problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do about this? I just don't know. And then all of a sudden, I wake up and, oh, I know just what to do. Exactly. You have the answer. That happens to me all the time. 
<laughs> and I, I do that mm-hmm. um, very frequently. And sometimes I don't even, I'll take either um, what you would call a cat nap, but it's actually I'm kind of meditating. Mm-hmm. And I will go into that state and then the answer will come. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, and, and I do know. Um, I, I was uh, very close friends with Buckminster Fuller. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, who was the gentleman who um, created the uh, geodesic dome mm-hmm. and many other things? And I do believe he wrote about 162 books. <laughs> <laughs> he was a busy boy. Buckminster. He was quite a fellow, and he and I had conversations about dreams, and he would say that many of his inventions and all of his clarity came through a dream. Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah. he would take these little naps, just like you were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, these mm-hmm. little power naps. Mm-hmm. And then he would see the whole thing in full color. And then he'd go and he'd write it down. And I do believe that there are many, many people who do this. Well, that was really smart of good old Buckminster, because the deal is that um, your dreams fade very quickly from, from waking consciousness. So one of the things that you can do is you can have a diary or or just a little notebook or something by your bed. And when you wake up, write down what you remember, even if it's only a fragment. You may only remember a piece of the dream. But but some people have recurring dreams. Yes. Or they will have a particularly significant dream. And and they'll remember it for years and years and years and years. I know I had two two very powerful dreams uh, when, when I was quite young. And uh, I remembered them. I still remember them, like they were yesterday. Most people dream in color, by the way. Really? Yeah, it's only a small percentage of people who report that they only dream in black and white. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, because I only dream in color, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And certain things, sometimes um, medications can affect your dreams. Mm-hmm. Certain antidepressants can make you have very, very, very vivid dreams. And sometimes people say, I don't know if I was awake or if I was really, you know, if I was really there. Dreaming. Yeah. 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 So, uh, that, that lucid dreaming process that you talked, that we talked about can be very powerful. Um, you just need to uh, make sure that you write things down as they come to you or they'll kind of disappear. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I always say it to people is uh, to not only write it down, but to uh, do it immediately. Yes. And also yes. to give it a title. <clears throat> you know, like if you've seen a whole bunch of horses and they're running around, you know, give it a title like Galloping Horses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that'll kind of trigger your mind, your conscious mind, so mm-hmm. that when you're thinking about it again... Uh, and when you're writing it down, that really helps to give it a title. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very, very important to do this, and I always tell my students to do that: mm-hmm. is to write it down immediately, or keep a tape recorder, yes, right next to it, and, mm-hmm. and have it automatically. It will go on when you start speaking. That that's lots of fun. Well, too. it can also be helpful to discuss your dreams with others. Yes, absolutely. Well, we're going to talk some more about dreams, so if you are on the line, do hold on. And we're going to be right back with Annette Martin's Psychic World. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. This is Dottie Laster, the host of Trafficked, an hour-long discussion about human trafficking in the United States. 
Join me as we meet guests from around the world and locally who are combating the fastest growing crime in the world. Join us every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi, folks. This is private investigator Vicki Childs, host of the Vicki Childs Show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all your keystrokes or do you want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone. If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at AbramsForensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at AbramsForensics.com. That's AbramsForensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code Having trouble with career, love, health, family, friends, your life in general? Hi, I'm Annette Martin, psychic detective, medical intuitive, and ghost detective. In my practice for the past 40 years, I've helped thousands of folks with their problems. And you may have seen me on television or heard me on the radio throughout the years, and more recently on Annette Martin's Psychic World. To learn more about my work, go to Annette-Martin.com. Look for the button in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage that says, Make an Appointment. That's Annette-Martin.com. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advance tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Ladies, have you tried internet dating? Do you feel safe? Do you worry about internet privacy? Well, you should. And this Thursday on Vicki Child's show, P.I. Answers, we have someone very special in the studio, Cynthia Harrington, a private eye who specializes in cyber investigations. Before you accept your next internet date, talk to Cynthia. She'll tell you how to check out that guy on Match.com and how to stay safe. She'll be here live telling you P.I. secrets and answering your questions. That's Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies. And you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. We've been talking to our guest, Dr. Margaret Cochran, and we've been talking about dreams, and we do have some callers on the line, Dr. Cochran, so we're going to go right over to Joanne. Good morning, Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Hello, how are you? 
We're great. Now, do you have a question for us about dreams? Yes, I had a dream many years ago, and uh, I just want to know what you make of it. It's something that was remarkable to me, and uh, I remember it vividly, which is very unusual. Most most of the time, I forget my dreams, you know, a few hours after I wake up, and I still remember this dream more than a decade later. Um, I dreamt that I was in a beautiful, beautiful place. It was like something from a Disney cartoon film, like Fantasia. And I walked down these lovely winding paths lined with beautiful apple trees and pear trees and there were it was just like a, a Disney film the trees were singing the, and they were dancing just like a, a cartoon film the birds were singing and, and it was just the most beautiful colorful remarkable place and okay. I wonder you know I wondered if I had an out of body experience what how could I remember how could it be so lovely so beautiful and I could still remember it today so vividly and I just want to know if you have any thoughts on that did anything happen while you were there did you no <laughs> other than it was just a beautiful lovely happy place it was like heaven okay yeah okay uh, I have a question for you there um, what would um, a beautiful place like to you. I'm sorry, did you ask me a question? Yes, I'm asking you a question, Joanne. Um, is seeing a place like that, what does it mean to you? How does it make you feel? Very happy, very at peace, and, and everything in that place was happy, and the trees were alive and happy and singing. They actually sang. You know, there was movement from every object plant life and animals and it was as I said just like something from a, a movie like a Disney film called like the Disney film Fantasia it was absolutely stunningly beautiful and gorgeous and just I, it, I, I'm still breathless when I think about it it was just lovely that's a very powerful dream yeah it really is and for me uh, intuitively what I'm getting Joanne is that you went to a place and a part of you that is extremely happy and it's like you always want to be in that place but I feel that consciously you're not always in that place so maybe this is why the dream has been recurring to bring you back to that great happiness that you feel deep inside of you and so uh, my suggestion for you is to remember that dream and to think about it almost every day if you can of that beautiful place that you have seen that and you have experienced and what it's going to do is going to lift you up and make you feel so happy about living each day in reality well there's some a couple things I want to add if if that were my dream which of course it isn't but if it were it would be a dream to me about um there is a place inside you, Joanne, that really gets the the magic that's all around us, the beauty of the universe, and how everything's interconnected and alive and aware all the time. And there are not a lot of people who really get that. It's a very wonderful gift. And sometimes um, I suspect from the dream that you you don't really you're not so aware of that you kind of take that for granted it's deep inside you but it's there every day and you touch people with it all the time and uh, if I were in your shoes I would ask for another dream about how to stay in touch with that more readily and have it become a part of your everyday waking life 
Does that make sense to you? Yes, and that I like that idea about asking for more, asking for that more often. It, it, yes, it, I, I, I've only had the dream one time, but I remember it so vividly, and it was more than a decade ago, and I, it was just magical. So I, I love that what you pointed out. I, I, I never thought about it as a place that might be deep inside of me. So that's that's good, a good thought. Well, those are called archetypal dreams. When you have them one time like that, and they're just they just hit you like a ton of bricks. So that that tells you that that's something very very powerful in you, something to discover, something to make more of in yourself. It's very beautiful, and mm-hmm. and you are too. So have a great time. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling in. Oh, that that was good. I like that very much. I want that dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People have been looking at dreams as long as there's recorded history. And uh, so there are a lot of different cultures that have examined dreams. So this is not in any way a new phenomenon. It's been going on forever. Forever. Yeah, forever, yeah. Oh, I want to add one more thing we were talking about. Remembering your dreams. There is another thing that you can do that I always tell my students, and that is to set an alarm clock to wake you up. So that when you do wake up, you can remember if you were dreaming, and you can, again, either write it down in a journal or you can say it onto a tape recorder. Mm -hmm. And that's another way to do it, especially for those big... Big, heavy, deep sleepers like my husband, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it, it really helps. I, I think it does really help you. The the only thing you have to be careful of is if you have certain conditions like bipolar disorder or or depression where you have uh, sleep disturbance. Anyway, um, that's that's when you when you're treating those kinds of things, it's not a good idea to to do that waking up thing because uh, you really need that eight hours for your for your brain to refresh itself you know while you're going through your your healing and corrective process uh-huh okay but they the uh, again historically what's so fascinating to me is that, you know we were talking earlier about how uh, people tend to dream about the same kinds of things yes that, I, I think that is very very interesting the the various cultures that looked at dreams, um, often did it sort of in the same way. Usually the good dreams were sent by the, the gods mm-hmm. and the bad dreams were sent by, you know, the demons. But they put they set great store by them and they would often go to a priest or um, other high-ranking person. In fact, in Rome, Emperor Augustus made a, a decree that anyone that had a dream about the state or something that might happen to Rome that they had to go to the public square and announce it to everyone. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh. So it could be interpreted or oh paid attention gosh. to. Oh, my gosh. Well, old, <laughs> I'm not quite sure that I would like that, would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if it's one of those naked dreams. No, I wouldn't like that. Uh, no. But it, it is an indication of how powerfully that they were regarded. Yes. You know. How they were regarded in that society. Oh, yeah, I think that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um you know, one of the things that I do want to talk about, too, is understanding your own symbols and dreams. Mm-hmm, that's very important. 
I think so, because there are a lot of books out there that, you know, tell you, oh, a train means this, a train oh, means yes, that. Yes, yes, right. And I have many of my clients come in and my students as well and, and saying, you know, well, this book said such and such. And um, I, I want to know if, if this is true. And I, the very first thing that I always tell people is what they have to do is to sit down and kind of write out um, a book for themselves. In other words, put it down either in some type of on the computer or to mm-hmm. put it in, into a binder of some kind and to learn how to interpret our dreams. We need to have our own set of symbols. Save the fourteen ninety five ninety nine you'd spend on the book, and and do what Annette is saying, and and learn to interpret your own because they're different for every dreamer. As we were talking about with the naked thing earlier, right. for for one person that that would be um, a celebration of freedom, and for another person it would be horrifying. Exactly, and and shameful. And, and shameful, exactly. So what you need to do is you need to learn what symbols mean for you, like. <clears throat> Excuse me, a train, a house, water, star, trees, um, all those different things. Make a list of those words and then write out what they mean to you. I mean, I have a very long list if you want to hear it. <laughs> you know, a dog, a cat, mother, father, knife, pipe, bicycles, flying, letters, telephone, a making movies, television. A horse, mom, the sun, mountains, sunset, sunrise, Santa Claus, flowers, the a flag, spring, summer, autumn, winter, a bridge, and a snake. And and don't forget being naked. We we covered that earlier. Oh, yes. But what you're saying is so very important is because one, um, what you're looking at is what do those things mean in your waking life, which is really important. And the other is, as you use that instrument, the dialogue, all the different things, see how it changes for you as well as it changes. Exactly. Because you can't, you can't buy a book that says a train always means this. What a train means when you're five and you dream about it, and what a train means when you're 50 and you dream about it may not be at all the same thing. <laughs> I'm quite sure. Because when you're 50, you want a Ferrari. continue talking about dreams, but do hold on if you're on the line, because we're going to be right back with Annette Martin's Psychic World. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Are you ready? Can we get started? Oh, we're just going to do that one. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Donna. Join us Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern right here on hearwomentalk.com. <laughs> Why'd you add that? We added this part. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, start over. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Donna. Join us Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern <laughs> right here on Hear Women Talk. And laugh. Be engaged. Be entertained. Be there. For this Scott and Donna show. Yeah. I was supposed to say well, that. Well, you didn't underline it. Well, I'm supposed to say it, though. Okay, we'll say it. Just knock it off. Just Be quiet. Say it. The Scott and Donna Show. Awesome. You satisfied? Be there. All right. 
Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravel Resort. The Caravel Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravel's Studio Spa, featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravel Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravel.com. 800-507-9145. Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one-on-one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30-day free trial. That's Octo. M-I-Z-E dot com. Ladies, have you tried internet dating? Do you feel safe? Do you worry about internet privacy? Well, you should. And this Thursday on Vicki Child's show, P.I. Answers, we have someone very special in the studio, Cynthia Harrington, a private eye who specializes in cyber investigations. Before you accept your next internet date, talk to Cynthia. She'll tell you how to check out that guy on Match.com and how to stay safe. She'll be here live telling you P.I. secrets and answering your questions. That's Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. Hi, this is Michelle with LaBellamy Vineyard. You're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio and the Zeus Radio Network. Annette Martin's Psychic World. My guest today is Dr. Margaret Cochran, a psychotherapist, and we have been doing psychology. That's P-S-I-C-H-O-L-O-G-Y. Good spelling, Annette. Very good. (laughs) Your third grade teacher would be proud. All those little ones would be so happy with me. (laughs) Anyway, we've been talking about dreams, and uh, we've been having some conversations here and I know we do have a caller on the line and we'll be talking to her in just a minute uh, but um, were there some other things that you wanted to talk about Dr. Cochran in, as far as dreams are concerned? Well one of them is that um, mental illness can affect dreams for example people who are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD as most people call it uh, will often report very violent or negative dreams um, people who are also uh, struggling with psychosis will often report the same kind of thing. And when they get better, their dreams improve as well. 
Interesting. So that tells me then that the subconscious mind is the one that really gets mixed up mm. in their dream states. There's an, an internal and an, an external process going on. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's still a lot about dreams we don't really know or understand. Oh, I think that's true. I think that's very true. Which, which is which is very fascinating. But I remember um, a dream what, that I had when I was a little girl. I was I still remember it vividly. I was about four. And it was one of those dreams where I was uh, asleep at one point and awake at others. But the bottom line is there were these three scary heads, and they were all hooked together, and they were looking at me with evil, googly eyes. Oh. And I was really, really scared, and, and I didn't want to be in the bed anymore. But I didn't want to get out of the bed either. So finally, I screwed up my courage, and I ran as fast as I could and got into bed with my dad. And I put my back up against his back. Of course, he was snoring like a chimney or anything. But <laughs> I put my back up against his, and, and the head followed me in into the room where he oh, was. no. Yeah, they didn't go away like they were supposed to. That is scary. It was very scary. And when you're four, it's pretty terrifying. So um, I pulled the covers up to my chin with my back against my dad's back, and I said, all right, give me your worst. <laughs> and then the and then the middle head looked at the left head, and the left head looked at the middle head, and they all their googly eyes went back and forth, and then poof, they disappeared. Oh, my gosh. Yes, but it was it was a very, very powerful dream both waking and sleeping, about being afraid. And that's something that I deal with in my professional life now all the time. In fact, I just wrote a book at it about it called What Are You Afraid Of? Oh, very good. So we'll have to talk some more. Googly about heads. That. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Googly heads. Googly heads. Well, we have Dawn on the line, and she has a question about dreams. Hi, Dawn. How are you? Hi, Dawn. I think we have her. Are you there, Dawn? Oh, hello. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was having a hard time hearing y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a question for you. First of all, are you guys out of Santa Cruz right now? No, we're actually out of Campbell, California, where my office is. Oh, I heard you guys say something about Santa Cruz earlier. I guess it was where the dream places, right? Right, exactly. That's where I'm originally from. So, um, sure. Anyway, I, I'm giving you guys a call um, to ask you about dreams. And the, the question is, people, I know people who claim they don't dream at all. So what does that mean? They just don't remember them. Everybody dreams because you can you see the rapid eye movement when they're doing it. Everybody does. But people are better or not so good at remembering. Mm-hmm. is basically it. Uh, and don't you think, Dr. Cochran, if they're a very deep sleeper, that they sometimes don't remember a dream? Yeah, it's harder for them to do it. And it also, uh, as we discussed earlier, it depends on the emotional content of the dream. Because if it's if it's very powerful and very intense, uh, as in the happy dream that we talked about earlier with the beautiful garden and all that, or with googly heads that are chasing you in the <laughs> middle of the night, either way, it's a dream that, that you remember. But also, in both cases, they had... Powerful messages. I mean, again, that dream about fear and overcoming it and not letting it control you was very powerful to me as as a as a child and and subsequently as a professional, and also to the other dreamer that we we spoke to earlier, that's inside her and discovering that and being in touch with her on a daily basis. Oh yes, that was wonderful. So, Dawn, do you not remember your dreams? Oh, I remember most of my dreams, but there are a lot of people that I 
know, like my husband, he claims he never remembers his dreams. And I'm like, well, how can you not remember your dream? You were just talking about a snake, you know? <laughs> how can you not remember that? Good point, though. You can tell about the difference in the way that people are you know, we, we look very similar on the outside, but boy, the way that we put together on the inside can vary greatly. It makes a big difference. I would really like to talk to you some more, but I can't, I can't make out what you guys are saying. Oh, we're having trouble with our connection yeah. today. I think maybe, where are you located, Dawn? Um, I'm, I'm located in North Amoto Beach, South Carolina. Uh, in South Carolina, yeah. You know, with uh, the big storm, Earl, I think it's been creating a little problem with uh, the communications. But, so don't worry. I hope you yeah. can hear us. <laughs> okay. So is there anything else you want to ask us? In and out. Okay. Pardon? Anything else you want to ask us? Well, I guess you do readings, right? I do. Um, well... I, I I don't know anything about what kind of questions you ask about about a reading, but I guess I could ask maybe about my career or my family or. Yeah, just ask me one question. Would you like me to look at your career okay. or your family? Family. Uh, oh, okay. You want me to look at your family? Okay. Um, I'll tell you what I'm getting. I'm getting some disturbances. Are there a couple of children? No, that's not my own. <laughs> that are not your own. Are you involved with some children? I'm getting no, some. I mean, that family, oh. that's kind of broad. But yeah, um, disturbance, you said. Yeah, I'm getting disturbances with young people, okay? Oh, and okay. That are creating some problems. And it's affecting you. It seems to be affecting you. Oh. So let me let me kind of just put it out there this way to you: it is that what I'm feeling is that there are people around you who are um, uh, seem to be unhappy and seem to be causing some problems, and you are taking it on. So you're taking on their problems, and it is disturbing you. And what you need to do is you need to let go of them and let them figure out their own problems. Okay? Does that make sense to you? That makes incredible sense. Thank okay. You. You're very welcome. That, thank you that's, very much. You're very welcome. And thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ooh, speaking of interesting things, yes, I want to remind everyone not to miss your new TV internet show. <laughs> Annette Martin's Psychic World is on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9, and you can get it at www.todhd.com. 
Thank you very much, Dr. Cochran. <laughs> yes. I might be on it. You wouldn't oh, want to miss yes. that. You definitely will be on it again. <laughs> but it is, a, it is a fascinating show. You do all kinds of cool stuff. I you, do. You practice something called psychometry where you touch objects and give us information and you give readings about animals. It's just, it's cool. It's very interesting. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And Dr. Cochran, we're ending, coming to the end of our show today. And so I want to thank you again for being my guest. And I look forward to next month, the first Wednesday of the month, when you will be back and we'll be talking about other things. I look forward to it, too. Yes, and don't forget to visit Dr. Cochran at www.drcochran, that's D-R-C-O-C-H-R-A-N.com. Well, I'm Annette Martin, psychic detective and medical intuitive, and you might enjoy reading my my biography, Gift of the White. Light by James N. Fry. It's a bestseller on Amazon.com and Barnes and & Noble, and it's filled with tales of ghosts, murder, and adventures galore, even with nine transcripts from actual murder cases. So do check out my website at www.annette-martin.com. Next week, my guest will be Claudia Herr, author of If Animals Could Talk. Well, until next week, this has been Annette Martin's Psychic World, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. May the white light be with you.